Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. With Brooke Grimsley, I'm Randy Carricker. It's the opening drive on 101 ESPN. The Blues in action tonight against Buffalo. Darren Pang will not be on the Blues broadcast tonight. He's headed out to do some TNT work tomorrow in Edmonton. Panger, good morning. How you doing? Good morning to you both. Uh, you've sent a carry off, huh? Yeah, he's he wanted to avoid this winter storm that we're going to be dealing what with, apparently. What a softie, huh? What a soft. Those totally. football guys, they're so soft, it's <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. It's really crazy. Huh? And we'll mention that to him when he comes back next week. Well, well, you've got a great hockey person with you this morning. Brooke, good morning to you. Good morning, Panger. How's your neck doing, by the way? It's You know what? It's okay. Thankfully, uh, Dr. Mike Murphy of the Blues and his uh, and his chiropractic team have been putting me in good shape. I think I'm, I'm ready to roll. I'm that, getting better. Thank you fan- for asking. Fantastic. Hey, Panger, I want to start with this, and it's not Blues-related, but you know all the teams and you know all the people, and hockey has so many good people. With that being the case, what's your take on what happened with Bruce Boudreaux in Vancouver? Not ideal. Uh, I mean, felt terrible for him the whole way. Uh, Worst-kept secret in all of hockey. I don't know managerial lessons 101 I <laughs> learned all the way around I, I I mean I've I've not seen anything like this and we've seen an awful lot in the game of hockey but um totally for me it's just a totally unfair situation to put a guy any person uh let alone a guy that's been around the game for as long as a guy we call Gabby Bruce um I've known him for a long time I played against him uh, in the minors going back to the old IHL days we actually spent a a little bit of time together in Halifax with the Oilers back in like eighty six, eighty seven together. I mean, that's. That, I mean, we go back a long way. I, I, uh, I, I, I feel like there's better ways to do things. There's better ways to treat people. But I, you know, the other side of it. I'll tell you what, he and his wife, uh, they've been married what twenty eight years. They've been together a long time, and they handle it unbelievably well. Yeah. They took the high road, and I, I, uh, I commend them for all of that. And uh, you know, he went in there trusting a guy that he'd known for a while and and uh, at the end of the day um got kind of thrown under the bus so the uh there's a lot to do there in vancouver it's a hot spot if you guys haven't been to vancouver or don't go go on social media during any kind of crisis in vancouver or it's a it's a hard place boy they're very cynical and critical and they the, the radio shows are tough and they everything's tough uh, so for rick talkett to go in there in these circumstances um, it's, it's, you know, it's not going to be an easy one, but I do believe that Rick has a kind of personality to be able to handle, uh, the, the noise that goes on around there. Panger, it seems like we keep going over this over and over again with the blues. You know, they have 
some highs and then they go through some lows. It's been such a streaky season for them. What do you think that it is at this point? I know that there's been a lot of injuries. Do you factor in the injuries as this is a reason why we can't see the Blues play consistently right now? That's a, it's a great question, and I would be a really good analyst if I had an <laughs> unbelievable answer for you. Um, you know, I, I guess I've never been one to really go down the excuses um, you know, line, but, but there's always, you know, there's going to be always times where you, you can't win hockey games because of a, a lack of skill. I mean, you can grind it out forever, um, but at the end of the day, the teams that are at the top teams have, you know, let's say six forwards that can be difference makers, and, and, and I don't mean in soft games, and I mean in the hard games, you know, they, they play the game, you know, the, the way you have to play the game to win. But so for, for sure there's been times where they've missed some of these players, especially, you know, I've watched the power play sometimes. I go, oh, boy. Then I go down the list. I go, yeah, you know, you, you can really tell that Tory Krug's not out there. Uh, or you go through different moments of, uh, of getting great scoring chances, five on five, and you go, boy, Vladdy's wrist shot probably would have got in there. Or you, you know, so anyway, you can go down the entire line. Boy, there's a big face-off right there, and, is number ninety jumping over the boards to take it? No, he's hurt too. Um, so that that's where that's where you can go down that list and go. Okay, yes, if we had player A, B, C, or D, Brooke, I think uh, I think we might have a different outcome. Um, but I will say this: that that game against the Chicago Blackhawks for me wasn't about skill. It was about working as hard as Chicago did. You know, I, I just didn't think that at the end of it all uh, that the Blues. You know that they 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 were determined enough, especially two power plays early on against a goalie that's never played in the NHL. I mean, I said it on the air a number of times. I mean, that's the opportunity to get pucks towards the net, lots of pucks, the kitchen sink, you know, everything towards the goaltender, and that didn't happen on two straight power plays to begin a game. That's an area for me that we could have buried the team and that goaltender early on, and uh, and instead it went the other way. And I. I'm not big on blaming Jordan Biddington on that kind of game. I, I really didn't think he was able to get in any kind of role or rhythm in the first one. He had no chance on the second one. Certainly was a, a goal that surprised him and was one that uh, that, that he stops 95% of the time. Um, so that that was not a good one in my opinion. Uh, but that's not enough for, for you to lose the game and to have a goaltender pulled against a team that's almost at the bottom of the ne- entire NHL. Panger, have you already made a judgment after 47 games on a team? I, I kind of feel like this is what we're going to have, and I wonder if Doug Armstrong has made a judgment on this team, even with the injuries already. That's the toughest part about being a manager in this position. Huh? Army's in the same boat as a, as a number of of teams and general managers, um, I guess we could go down the list. If you're looking at the standings right now and you see the Blues are at 49 points, um, Calgary got one point. Um, they get the one point. No, they get the two points last night. They won an overtime against uh, Johnny Hockey last night. Um, who's falling off? Is it Mini? Because above Mini, I don't see any fall off. Dallas and Winnipeg are locked in. So now you got the third spot against Mini. Does Army think that the Blues are good enough to beat Mini? Like I do. So now you're going, okay, well, we got to hang tough here with this group. Okay, Nashville, absolutely. The Blues, for me, are a, are a more hardened team and a better team. Colorado, okay, they, I think they're going to slide up that window. Is, is Calgary going to drop out? Somebody has got to drop off right there. And if you're that close... You look at probably the good games that the Blues play, and you say, okay, is that our team? And if that's our team, then 
boy, I don't want to tear it apart and give them no chance whatsoever. But if that's not our team, and I don't see in the next three weeks that there's that consistent model of a hard team to play against and a team that's going to give it every single night and a team that's not going to just kind of cash it in during the course of a hard game, well, then then, then I believe that the Blues can surprise a lot of teams because they still have something inside that room that scares a lot of teams. And I'm including Dallas, Winnipeg. I'm including Vegas, Seattle, the LA Kings, the Edmonton Oilers, and the Calgary Flames. You don't think they can beat any one of those teams in a seven-game series? Because I do. So I, I, I do. I, I think they can. And I guess the decision that, that Army is going to have to make in the last week of February is, do I think this team can win a cup? Because as much as those players have done for the Blues, you can't let great assets walk out the door for nothing That's unless correct. you do it after winning a cup. No, that is that is correct. And Army's done a good job of that. I mean, when you think of... Uh, you know, main main players walking away. Two former captains walked away in, in Petro and, and, and David Backus. And I guess I guess if you if you were allowed to climb inside the walls and say, who's he getting the most amount of calls for? I mean, what what teams are calling? And are the is it the let's just let's just go hypothetically? Is it the Carolina Hurricanes that need skill right now because they just found out that Max Pacioretty is going to be done for the year? Are they calling and, and making an offer so significant? You know, for a top player, um, let's just say I'm just going to go Vladdy because it's, he's an unrestricted free agent. Sure, yeah. Or, you know, um, or, or Ryan O'Reilly for that matter. And and Army's looking at it, and, and the offer is that significant. And the prospect pool that they have is, is one that Army can go, wow, we can turn this around in a hurry and maybe even re-sign our guy in, in the off season. So, you know, that could be a yes. Or... It could be that those offers aren't there because the teams that are good teams don't want that top-end skill. They need the bottom-end skill, so they go, Ivan Barbashev, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. I need to have that guy. And now the offer's so good, and you get something back where, oh, you know what, for the short term, maybe we can place that, replace that kind of player so I can make that move. And, it, and it, you know, whatever move I'm talking about doesn't make our team a team that's not going to still challenge for it, but I'm going to make sure that I move a guy that's an unrestricted free agent, but I still get some assets back, and we're still good enough to plug along here and maybe make the playoffs. So, tough tough questions, and tough for Army and his staff to be going through this right now. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't imagine <laughs> what how much stress that would be to, to undergo that right now. Now, Panger, I remember when I first started out here, you came over for Blues Weekly over at News 4, and it was when the Blues were literally last in the NHL standings. <laughs> and you were the first person to say, this team, they're going to pull it together. And they did. And guess what? They won a Stanley Cup. I, I feel like you have a crystal ball prediction. Is this a playoff team? Yes, this is a playoff team. Yes, it is. It's a playoff team when they pull on the same rope, it's a playoff. It's a playoff team for sure because there's too many guys in that locker room that care, and there's other guys that have signed short-term deals that are really good players, like the Noel Acharis as a, a really good example. Um, and when I see this team play, when they won seven games in a row, or they go into a tough building and play the way a five-man unit plays, Brooke, then I say yes. The reason in 2018 and 19 that I really believed in that team 
is because it took them so long to come together as a group with so many different personalities. But being between the benches, I saw a group of guys that had something. They, they barked at the other team. They never gave up. They pushed back. Um, and then at that particular point, they defended the front of the net really, really well. And I saw that change. And that's why I believe that they could win. This team has to be better at defending the front of the net, for sure. I think we still give up a lot of quality chances right in the high slot. But, but then I've seen some games where everybody's on board, where Pareko's, he's on the inside and he's you know protecting that crease and he's protecting Jordan Bennington like you read about, like there's no tomorrow, like it's game seven. And I go, that's the way you got to play. And same with, the, you know, with Falk. And now we're going to see that Tory Crew's going to play again tonight. And we're seeing some advancement with, with Tuck, Tyler Tucker as well. So I believe that the group is there, but I, I do believe that there's a firmer grip that they've got to have on the rope pulling it together. And there can be no excuses right now. It's got to be right now it's all or it's nothing in making sure that this team stays together before Army has a chance to maybe move some of your good friends that are tying up the laces beside you. And, you know, if, that, if, if you care that much, then you really start and, and you really start and you start like right now because this is a final couple. This is the final game of the homestand. Now you go off to the road. Arizona's beating some teams, and then you go from Arizona to Colorado to Winnipeg. This is a heck of a trip coming up right here, and it might be the make or break. Panger, you always bring great insight. We always appreciate it. Thank you. Have safe travels to Edmonton, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, that sounds great, guys. Have a great day. See you later. Darren Pang, Blues Analyst on Bally Sports. By the way, Jamie Rivers will join John Kelly tonight on the Bally Sports telecast of the Blues and the Sabres. And, of course, you can hear that game here on 101 ESPN.